Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin. And Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about working with realtors in your business. Before we do that, though, let's talk about the Casual Fridays land flipping blueprint. Guys, if you're thinking about getting into this niche, you've got to check this out. We've taken all the knowledge we've gained through the years of consulting and the hundreds of clients and put it into this course. It's in an easy to follow video format. It's got all the contracts, scripts, and forms that we use in our daily business, and everyone that joins gets a free one on one training with either myself or Justin. So if you're interested in learning more, all you got to do is go to our website at casualfridaysrei.com, click on the training tab, set up a strategy call, and we'll go over everything you need to know to get started. Wow. Happy Friday, sir. Hey, happy Friday. Man, it is a glorious, glorious Friday. It's a good day to be alive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. That's where we're at. Okay, yeah. <laughs> good day. I mean... A little, little wild ride. We went on a little vacation. I, I know people were worried about us because the podcast didn't drop on the last Friday. It came on Monday. Did they? No, no one said anything to me. No, nah, they didn't say okay. anything. I just wanted to feel more important than we really are sometimes, <laughs> like like some of those guys out there do. You know. I mean, I was surprised because normally we're you, half a day late. You get pinged. Yeah, but maybe they just knew we were on vacation. Well, some people did. I, I actually did get a couple texts saying, "Hope, hope you're enjoying Colorado." Yeah. So that's so. that's that's always nice. Yeah. It was a shit show of a trip. <laughs> it really was anything that could have gone wrong went wrong it did it did but we were all smiling like when we yeah. all left the airport i was like wow we made it yeah that no, was but, the kind of thing too it's like we made the best time no one i i don't think anyone really thought of how bad it was because yeah. we just kept enjoying the time right yeah. but when you sit down if you put it all on paper like what a miserable trip it was your, your, your yeah. flight gets canceled you lose your luggage. Halfway there. Yeah, halfway or there. Three-fourths of the way there. So you Uber three and a half hours in the mountains in the rain with a guy that's <laughs> not used to driving in the mountains or the rain to, to get you there. Oh, man. Yeah, all sorts of stuff. All white sorts water of stuff rafting with no white waters. That they didn't tell us until we got on the water. That way we didn't cancel the trip. Yep. I mean, it was just... It just, it just kept going. It was a laundry list of things. But whatever. It was fun. I enjoyed being in Colorado. I really like Steamboat. Yeah, beautiful. Um, and we talked about that about a year ago that said, hey, we need to go back and spend some time there. And I'm glad we did. Um, and it's a great place, great food, great, you know, atmosphere, everything. Yeah. Worked out. So it's cool to see those hot air balloons every, every day. Um, do you not remember seeing them? I mean, I think I saw the one, but like the last time there was a festival or something. Yeah. 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 I don't know. That's just one thing I have zero desire to do is a hot air. See, everybody says that I kind of want to jump out there. Feel free. (laughs) It's just not, not something I feel want to do i think i could get jessica to do it with me i think some, was it was a herd nicole that said that they wouldn't wouldn't do it just because they heard about people like falling out of the basket probably nicole probably her okay so working with a realtor yeah we can, no, go ahead oh no I'm, i i like this because you know coming back from vacation we have a little bit of freedom there and that's you every when you see the cliche post in instagrams and your twitters then true wealth comes with freedom of your time and a realtor is one way we use to leverage that. Like we we put it on the MLS or we use that. And we don't. We talk about this quite a bit. Now, can we sell properties ourselves? Yes, but a lot of times we will use realtors to do that and working with them on both sides. You, it's a little bit different for some new investors. Yeah, that's one. I mean, that we started off selling everything ourselves. Mm-hmm. We teach how to sell it yourself because it's definitely something you need need to know. Because there's definitely parcels of land that realtors won't take the listing on. Yeah. I never seen a, li- a realtor take out five thousand or seven thousand dollar listing. No, so you gotta know how to sell that stuff yourself. So it's important. But once you get to a certain level, 
you definitely want to add to your team and having good realtors wherever you're shopping is an amazing way to grow your business. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, there's some common threads that come up with when you're selling with a realtor, like, because when you're newer, you almost feel a little bit less confident in, Hey, what should I be paying for? What should I not be paying for? Should I, should I be paying their commission? Even though I'm not having a realtor, I'm not a realtor. I'm doing it myself. You know, what's, what's the proper protocol and what's the professional way to do this? And am I going to be outmanned? Because as, as most common folk, non real estate professionals, the realtor is their their real estate professional in most opinion in most cases. Oh, you're talking about just average Joe Blow yeah. that wants yeah. to buy a piece of real estate. Yeah, yeah. To them, the realtor is like the know all be all. The right? know all be all. But when you're transitioning, when you're a new investor, you still have that mindset to a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's still a lot of people that think realtors know everything, mm-hmm. and as a realtor, I feel like realtors don't know anything. <laughs> but. You know, so let's kind of go through some questions that you've seen popped up and, and maybe we get those out there and it might help some of our, our listeners and what they're doing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I guess one thing most common is like commissions and mm-hmm. who pays them and should I pay them and how much do I pay them? Right. That's a, yeah. that's a pretty common one. Yeah. And I do want to say before we jump into anything, everything we're going to talk about today, like with realtors involved, it's all negotiable. Yeah. So don't think that like if a realtor sends you something and they're like, this is what we want, this is how it's going to be that. That's concrete. Yeah. You can always push back. Yeah. hundred percent. I would, I would, I would challenge you to push back on everything if you don't like just a little bit of it. Yep. It's you, it doesn't cost you anything to ask Yeah, or to say back, you don't have to play, you know, you don't have to play dumb. You don't have to go to the top and say, if, if somebody says you're paying all this and that, and you're not okay with that, you can say, Hey, no, I'll pay my side. You pay your side. Yeah. So anyway, go back to commissions. Okay. Uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but standard listing, uh, fee that we see on land ranges from five to 10%, depending on the price of the land. Yep. That's and t- the location. Yeah. And that is typically split between a buyer's agent and a seller's agent. Mm-hmm. If you own the property and you're selling it yourself, you can consider yourself the listing agent, right? You don't yep. have to pay yourself anything, but if another realtor brings someone to you, you should pay them and industry standard. And that is somewhere around 3%. Yeah. It, it, it depends on where you're at, but, uh, one of the one of the things you'll see, like the realtor realtors have gotten really good at texting the listing agents, right? They'll text, say, hey, they'll say, hey, is this one still available? What's the BAC? It's buyer's agent commission. They're asking that up front so they know that they're going to get paid for putting in any work with you. That's 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 what their job is. That's how yeah. they get paid. And the seller always pays that. Now you can negotiate it. Very rarely do you see somebody say, hey, no, I'll, I'll let the buyers take care of that for you. Oh, yeah, that's a v- extreme rare yeah, case, and it's not something that happens. So. If you have a, an agent bringing you a buyer, be prepared to pay the buyer's agent commission. That's yeah. it's just it's standard. Yeah, I would say too, like it's illegal for um, a realtor to like not show a property because of the commission. Like if they think it's too low, mm-hmm. right? Or, or, or to like negotiate commissions is, is illegal, right? But um, I have seen plenty of times where if they're not being paid three percent, that properties will sit. Yeah, like and housing. Um, there's, you can go on the MLS and see homes that have buyer's agent commission of two, one and a half, two and a half percent. They just kind of sit a little longer. Yeah. It's not because they just don't feel like it's good fit for the client because <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. we actually bought a house like that one time. The buy it had a buyer's agent. This one was a for sale by owner and it was a 2% commission. She did not want to show us his house. And I was like, this house looks perfect on paper for us. Like we need to go look at it. And she's like, no. So we looked at like nine other houses and I was like, I want to go see this house. And she's like, no, I don't want to go show that one. It's kind of far out. I don't think you'll like it. And I was like, it looks perfect for us on paper. 
And so we've, I forced her to go out there. It was a house we bought. But she was worried that since it was a for sale by owner and it was only 2%, she was going to only get 2% and she was going to have to carry the whole deal in her mind. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's, again, one of those type things is if you put that, if you do like a brokerless MLS or you put on MLS yourself, it's something you add into the MLS listing is your buyer's agent commission. Go ahead and give them the 3% or the 5%, whatever that area standard is. And it really will get a little bit more eyes, a little bit more excitement in there. And if you're got another property, you can always add a, a buyer's agent bonus. You know, hey, bring a buyer, you get an extra thousand bucks on top of that. Yeah, I mean, realistically, if you bought this property for 35% of value, like we're teaching, and you're mm-hmm. selling it for 100% I'm of value, and you've got a big enough spread, what's it hurt you to give an extra thousand dollars bonus? Yeah, to get a little, little more action on the deal. Yeah, not saying that we do that all the time, but it's definitely something you can offer. Yep. Um, what else have we seen, like? Agents asking for sending over contracts for you to pay for everything. Yeah. Is that standard? No. 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 You you can split your, your closing costs. You know, you're um and every every place is a little bit different on who pays what. Um and it, it's so you're gonna have escrow on both sides. There's gonna be some attorney fees. You know, we get caught up as investors, we're trying to make the deal on the work side, so we're like, Oh yeah, we'll pay all the closing costs. Uh, on the front side, that's not typical it's not typical for the buyer to pay all the closing costs, but we do that a lot on the front side, but the seller typically will pay, was it title policy? Am I, mm-hmm. And then they'll have their seller, their escrow fees and they'll pay prorated taxes. Yeah. Everything can be split. I mean, it's negotiables yeah. and we're, we're bringing this up because someone asked us in our group, it's like, what all do we pay? Right. But I would kick back if a realtor sends over that you pay everything, I would kick back and say, no, no they just split. We'll both pay our side. Yep. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Oh, it buyer. That, one of the questions in the group that's from the same person. So I'm thinking of this is they said that a realtor asked them to go right back through title, even though they just closed it through title. I'd say that's pretty standard. That's standard. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to go through we working with a real estate agent, you're going to go back through title. Yeah. Um, you know, the, you know, that it's got clean title. Yeah. And so, and if you run into a problem, you just hand them that another title policy. And a lot of times they look at it and go, Oh yeah, recertify yeah. or something to that nature. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you closed it, Thursday through title and they bought it Saturday and want to go back through title on Monday. Like it's perfectly normal, perfectly fine. Yep. Go ahead and do that. Yeah. One of the things that we've seen a couple of times pop up is notarizations of sales contracts. Notarize it. Oh, it's just reading that. Yeah. That seems odd to me. It does. I, I haven't, I've never encountered it and I'm not saying that it's not required in some States, but out of 42 States, I've never seen that that I've worked in. I'm not saying it's, not required, but uh, a notary, a notary stamp just validates your ID that you are who you say you are. So they're, they're asking you to say, Hey, we want somebody else to verify that you are who you say you are, that you can actually sell this. But I would assume that you're probably buying it in a LLC's name. So it's not going to, your identity is not going to match the LLC anyways, uh, unless you're bringing those docs in and it's doing that. So, but the, the purchase and sales agreement doesn't convey the property. So there's no, necessary necessarily need to have a a verification step there they do that when through title when you get a warranty deed and and, and convey at that point yeah, i was just about to say that when it goes back to title they're going to ask for all your um your corporate docs yeah. your llc docs your organizational your certificate a certificate of standing in the state or what the type of uh a, a like kind type of product for that yeah and uh inside all that's going to say that you have permission to sell it yeah like I just had to submit my docs on a piece of property that 
It had already been sold. This is the second time it's been sold since I owned it. They wanted to come <laughs> back and make sure that I was able to sell it. Yeah. I, I, I guess I could have not done it, and that person wouldn't have been able to sell it, right? You wouldn't have done that. To them. I wouldn't have done that, but yeah. I'm just saying, like that could have really I, thrown a wrench in things. Well, they they would have came around with an affidavit of to make sure you were legal to do that. I mean, there's a way around it. There's an affidavit for everything. Mm-hmm. It seems after they put you through a giant headache of yeah, telling you they can't telling do you it. they can't do it. Yeah, yeah. Or they would have blocked that that piece of the chain of title and said, no, we can't guarantee, it. we can't yeah, ensure that piece. But yeah. It's tomato, tomato. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, they got it done. Hopefully they got it sold. Did, did they? I don't know. I never heard from anybody. I haven't heard back yet either. Oh. So. <laughs> um, let's see. What else with a realtor? I I don't know. I, th- I think if you come across a good realtor, probably keeping that connection with them. I mean, mm-hmm. having a good realtor in your pocket. If they, Even if they just bought a buyer to you and they were really good, you know now that, hey, this realtor works that area. They're really good. I should probably stay in touch. Yeah, and it's easy to go ahead and send them a, a quick little note and said, Hey, I got this property coming soon. If you have any buyers interested and it's, and it, it's a help to have those pocket agreements because I can speak from experience of this. We have the subdivide we're doing right now. We're on pace to have a two plus million dollar revenue month off the subdivide because only one's one on list has, has been listed, but we're selling everything else off hip pocket agreements or hip pocket listings. And they're coming out and showing them. And those brokers are saying, Hey, we know the pricing is spot on. We, these things are not on the market and they're going to fly when they hit the market. So let's go out and tell these guys everything. We're showing, let them show it mm-hmm. because that's what you do. We want to sell this stuff. Yeah. And you can also tell those realtors, Hey, look, this is what I do for a living. If you come across something yep. that you think is a good deal, like a subdivide or whatever, reach back out to me. Yep. No, it's, it's, it becomes this massive flowing network. And it's, I think I, I hate to say this cause I think it's something that's missed in our niche. It's not openly talked about is how you, fall back into the rest of the realm of real estate investing. It's kind of, oh, we're land investors. We, we're flipping paper. We're getting these passive deals, and we're doing all this. But never you never hear how to have that harmony with that agent and saying, hey, you know, if you find these deals, bring it to us, and let's see what we can do and help you out. Because with the ways you can force appreciation, you can look at that and say, hey, this guy brings you something market value, and it's 1,000 acres, but, you know, cut up into 20s or 100s, it's, it's worth, you know, $2,000 an acre. You can double the money right there. And it's a, it's a way to help find deals because the whole name of the game is a full inbound pipeline, whether it's direct mail, it's uh, people calling you with deals. It's just whatever you can do to look at deals to make more money. That's what you do as a professional investor. Mm-hmm. You also, uh, if they bring you a deal, don't just trust because they're a realtor. That's a good one. You know, always do your same due diligence and go through it. Cause <laughs> just like this realtor who's asking someone to notarize a sales contract, they probably, yeah think they know everything but they don't know everything because no one that we've never heard of that before <sighs> i mean we're doing this a long time a lot of deals like i'm still perplexed by it because it's the third time i've heard that in about a month oh really yeah and i'm I'm still perplexed by it and like i don't i don't know if they're working in the same state or not it's different people different groups but i've just never heard that before and it's really throwing me off it's like well did, why would a notary matter if did, you can sign an agreement to sell it that doesn't make sense to me yeah I don't know. But then the, the new earnest money, st- this, you know, the, the 1% earnest money now versus the old standard 500 to 1,000 bucks yeah. too has really thrown me off as well. I, it was definitely standard to put $1,000, 500 to 1,000 down. Yeah. I mean, now, I can't remember last time I did a deal that they didn't want 1% down. Yeah, I, I, when we bought the duplex, yeah, we put it under contract. I said, okay, we'll just put the $500 earnest money down. She goes, uh, standard's 1%. And I go, when did that become standard? <laughs> she goes, uh, like... Uh, 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 like as the real estate market got hot and I'm yeah. like, Oh, okay. It does make sense as the market got hot. There's a lot of homes coming back 
on the market, even though it's not easy to get earnest money back. Like mm -hmm. they don't just, you don't just back out of the deal and they just, oh, okay, well, never mind. You lost your earnest money. You know, yeah. people got to sign off on things. Yep. And you can make that difficult. Yeah. You can make that difficult. Well, cool. Any other last things on that? On a realtor? On no, I don't think so. Okay. One other, but two, like just kind of out there little nuggets, you, if you will, Arizona, watch your listing forms there. There's two separate spots where they list the brokerage, the, the buyer's agent commission and the seller's commission. Like, so that where they, where they split it up. So just make sure you read your contract when you're doing a listing agreement, in Arizona and, and some States on a lower price property, they will put a minimal uh, commission. So make sure you catch that when they do that. Cause sometimes it'll say, Oh, it's going to be X percent, but then it'll be minimum $1,000. That's okay in some instances. Like I, I've had a couple that I've sold that were, you know, bought for five, sold for twenty, and I had an agent that would list them for me, but her minimum was a thousand bucks that she was going to make on it. Yeah, yeah, I would say that's okay. Yeah. So just two little oddball things out there, but you know, if you, if you get questions, don't freak out. Just relax. Think, hey, they got to keep everything on the up and up too, because they're representing a client, and they're gonna. They're very rarely will you find an agent that's not going to go through title. So just yeah. be prepared for that. Uh, that's not what I thought you were going to mention. What I, I was going to thinking you were going to mention um, a very soft mark your calendar, hold the date open sep Ooh. September eighteenth. September eighteenth. Why would we be holding a date open? Are we going to have a little live event action? I I mean that's the plan right now. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah. So mark your calendars tentatively. Tentatively. September eighteenth. Uh, if you've been to a live events before, you know they're a lot of fun. And you know they sell out. They do sell out. Um, may try and switch things up a little bit this year. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, so stay tuned for that. We should know Zach details in two weeks max, hopefully yeah. a week. Yeah. Um, yeah, so go ahead. Mark your calendar, September 18th. And that's all I have to say. Yeah, man, it's, I'm excited about that. It's going to be a good fall to start us into it. And it's going to be good to see everybody's bright, smiling faces. You know, I could say that our flight back from Colorado, we didn't have to, we really weren't super hard on about a mask in the plane. And that was nice to feel a little bit normal on a plane again. Yeah. Um, should we, should we hold it in downtown Cleburne? <laughs> downtown Cleburne? <laughs> At the new Crowley, sorry. Downtown uh, We, I mean, we could, if somebody wants to come in early and hang out for the day, because we got the new office we, we move into at the end of the month. It's a penthouse. I'll move into it at the end of the month, the beginning of the next week. You'll be gone. Yeah. I'll be doing a mastermind live event. Um, yeah. I'm thinking I'm going to see if I can get the keys a week early. Cool. I mean, he was going to give us the month free anyway. So give me the keys a week early and then start moving stuff in. Sounds good to me. And that'll be fun because we do have an open workspace area in there for local investors or people that are just traveling through and want to come hang out for a little bit. I think that's going to fill up pretty quickly. I hope. Yep. All right, well, that is it, uh, guys. Hope you had a great Friday. As always, do us a favor. Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Give us a like, follow, subscribe, and then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. Love you. See you next Friday. See you guys.